It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of those is powered by the On My Feet Network and brought to you by the Up On Game Network. Be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS and Android devices and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to One of Those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. You know, when I started this show, the biggest thing I wanted to convey to the audience is the idea of connections. And that's what this show is all about today. Sneaker culture is cool because it crosses all barriers, right? It's not just about athletes or street culture or hip hop culture. Now sneakers are in the corporate world as well. My guest today is Julia Rock. She is the CEO of Rock Career Development. Now, this is an organization that helps former athletes, former professional athletes, specifically former professional athletes of color, find work once their career is done. I think it's a super dope concept because it's something we don't talk about enough. How athletes, you know, they're not all superstars. They're not all going to go work for ESPN or Fox or something like that. They're going to have to go work a nine to five. They're going to have to start a new career. Well, how do we help them with that? And on top of that, of course, Julia is a huge sneakerhead. And that's where the connection is right there. It's going to be a really dope show. In fact, as always, I'm going to start running my mouth and I'm going to let you get to the guests. So without further ado, I bring to you Julia Rock. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. Um, I was talking to you off mic, and I and I it's just so much I want to talk to you about. I, I think what you're doing is so interesting, but I have to start with the simple question. Okay. Where did your love for sneakers come from? Whew. So it came from my older brother. So my older brother, um, he was in the sneakers 
Um, and he was, when he finally got old enough to afford sneakers, I would watch the stuff that he would buy. Cause we grew up poor. So there wasn't a whole lot of, a lot of sneakers that we were getting. My sneakers were coming from Payless and Stride Right in Brooklyn. So I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn. Right. And so that's the stuff, that's the heat that I was able to get was the stuff at Payless. Um, and so, but then when my brother finally started working, then he was able to get Jordans and stuff. And so I started to see what he would get. And I'm like, I want cool sneakers too. And then my yeah. sister got LA gears and, you know, the light up soul and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought it was the coolest thing with this, with these light up souls. And so um, just seeing what my, what my siblings got, that's really what kind of got me into it. And then obviously I, I was poor. So it's not until I got older that I could afford to buy it, but, um, but that's really just seeing what my, my older brother and sister got. And I just kind of fell in love from there. I think that's the dopest thing about sneaker culture, right? Because our stories are always the same, right? Now, there's some people that come from, you know, wealth or what have you, and we're able to get things. And But for most of us, it was, man, I, I had maybe one or two when I was younger. As I got older, I figured out ways to get them. But man, I had those Payless. I had those LA Gears. I had those. And that's why I still appreciate some of those brands, right? Payless doesn't exist anymore, but that's why I appreciate some of like the smaller brands, the Reeboks and the, and the, and the you know, the, the Felon stuff like that, because that's really what we grew up on. We had our Jordan Shore, but like the, the smaller brands, and I hate to call them the smaller brands, you know what I mean by that. Right, right, yeah. Those are the ones we really rocked, and that really showed like how creative we can be by taking something that people would want to make fun of, to be honest with you, and making it like super cool, you know? Absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, um, one of my proudest moments was when I was younger and my parents bought me this really dope pair of sneakers from Payless because they kind of looked like they could have been a, like a real brand. And the kids at school were like, yo, your sneakers are cool. And I felt so hyped. No one needs a Payless brand. Mm -hmm. One kid figured it out, but everybody else was just like, yo, your sneakers are so cool. Julie. I felt like a somebody for, for one day that I wore these sneakers and, and, and that nobody really knew that they were from Payless. And I felt like I was really cool. Cool. And so, like you said, that's those are the brands we grew up on um, or some of these smaller kind of unknown brands yeah. um, until we can, you know, get older and afford like the the expensive stuff. We couldn't all afford many air, you know, ones or threes back <laughs> back in the day, you know. Right, right, right. That's the best part about it. I want to talk about what you do. Uh, and I want to yeah. spend some time on that because I think it's really, really, really dope. And, you know, the, the you know, shouts to the Up On Game Network where this show um, airs, you know, it's made by athletes, you know, LeVar Arrington and, and, and you know, that the folks that he works with, you know, these are these are former athletes that took steps and got into their next career, right? Um, rock career development, you know, you focus on helping uh, ball players of color um, take that next step into their careers. Talk to me how you even, tell me about how you even kind of came up with this idea because it's, it's, it is unique. Yeah, it, it's it's funny um, because I was um, so I don't have an athletic background. I can barely run, much less play basketball. Let's just be honest. Um, but the thing is, I was coaching corporate professionals for a really long time. So I started back in 2006, kind of informally, and then in 2013, I formed my business and started to coach corporate professionals. Uh, and I did that, and I, I got into that simply because I wanted to level the playing field for Black and Brown professionals because I. Saw saw the stark difference in performance and opportunity between, you know, 
non-black uh, professionals and black um, professionals. And so I said, well, how can I use my expertise to help level the playing field? And so I did that up until 2021. And that's when I got into shifting to athletes because a corporate client that I had, she wanted, um, her brother had played overseas. He had played in the league and then played overseas. And she said, hey, he's going to need some help finding, um, finding an opportunity. I'd love for you to work with him because I've seen the work that you've done with me. And so he and I worked together and, you know, he's, he's got a, he's got a job now. And after going through that process with him, I was like, man, he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cannot be the only one because I saw how much he didn't know about interviewing resumes, just presenting yourself in a corporate setting because all he did was play ball. And so I sat there and I said, if he's not the only one, how can I kind of go back to my roots of leveling the playing field for the people who look like me? Because a lot of these athletes, you know, they're not leaving with Steph Curry and LeBron type endorsements, right? They, they don't have their own kind of soft drink or vitamin water, right? So, so they've, got to, they've got to start somewhere. And so how can I help level the playing field so that they can get into a career that is still purpose-driven, but also provides them with, with, with lucrative um, salaries? So you don't feel like you have to, you know, bag groceries or be a bank teller forever and no tea, no shade to those careers, but, um, it's, you know, how can we make sure they find work that where they can still feel like they have a purpose and they feel like their life hasn't just ended or stopped. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into it. Cause I said, you know what, the, the corporate professionals, they're covered. Mm -hmm. You can't throw a stone without hitting a career coach or career strategist nowadays. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but when it comes to athletes, especially it's really an untapped space. Like there's just not a lot of attention here. And I said, you know what, maybe my work in the corporate space is done and now I can go and and help athletes. And, and, and how I got into basketball specifically was just because it's the sport I grew up on. My dad used to coach our church team. My brother played in high school. He also played on the church team. Um, and it's a sport, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. So it was a Knicks house. It was a Knicks versus Bulls household. Uh, and my brother was, was, was in a college ball. So, um, so I used to watch college ball with him and he was also in a women's, um, ball as well. And so I would watch that with him. And so I grew up on the sport and I said, this is the sport that I feel most attached to. Um, and I think that, you know, if I niche down and start here, I can always expand later, but I, how about starting with a sport that I really love? This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game presents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I think that's super cool. You know, the first time I ever thought about an athlete post in this in this case NFL career that wasn't necessarily a superstar in the league a popular player um and but you know wasn't going to get all those endorsements like you talk about wasn't going to get a job on like you know ESPN just because he was a star right i was listening to the local radio station um here in DC um ESPN 980 and i was and they had an intern um program for NFL athletes. I remember thinking, wow, interns, internships for athletes. What's that about? And then I realized, oh, it's because some of them do want to get into the career and some of them won't be on mic. Some of them will be behind the scenes. Some of them will be in the corporate office. And I think that's just really interesting because you don't really think about, again, all of the athletes, college, pro, you know, um, um, semi-pro guys that play overseas, ladies that play overseas. You know, sometimes it's just when it's done, they still have to make money after that. They still have to work. And it's not always going to be, oh, well, I'll just be a commentator. I'll call games. I'll be a coach. I'll be a, you know, a GM or something like that. It's you may have to get into corporate America. You know, how do you from your experience in working with uh, uh, athletes and transitioning them into corporate America? Is there any stigma on them? Is there any, any do you ever do you find that some of the people with the hiring power may look at them and say, well, you know, yeah, you got a college degree and everything, but you play sports, you know, and I'm I'm kind of turn the nose up at them. Yeah. So, so what I have found is that sometimes that they, they, they feel like they don't have the right set of skills, right? They feel like, okay, well, what, what skills do you have? Um, because you've only played ball. And so what, what we've been able to do in some cases is really position a, the transferable skills, but then work that, that, that may have been done in between. So one of my clients, he coached in between seasons and so forth. And, and so was able to show um, additional leadership, additional strategy, additional, you know, oversight. And so being able to show some of those skills kind of very tangibly. Mm-hmm. And, and but I will say, though, we also have to pay, keep in mind that the world is a little bit different than it had been even two or three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, where people are shifting jobs and pivoting and so forth. So um, I think now athletes have a real opportunity of selling themselves and selling the transition as companies are looking to find resources, as, you know, with the great resignation and people are moving on. Yeah, but I, but I find that sometimes it's that image of all you did was play sports 
sports, but mm-hmm. it's about showing, okay, well, in playing sports, here's what I've learned and here's what I may have done in between. And so I've talked to the to, to my clients about showing volunteer work, showing cup community work, showing things you've done in between seasons, mm-hmm. simply because that still counts as you gaining additional experience beyond just being on the court. So, so that's how I've been able to kind of help reposition that, that mindset um, for, for some of the athletes. Yeah, I think that's really dope. And, and, and you're right. The world has changed and the way we look at our careers is different. The way we look at ourselves is different. And, you know, from athletes to just the average Joe, right. Uh, people kind of look at themselves as, as um, you know, I have multiple skills and I can do multiple things. Right. And that's why I like that whole, I'm more than an athlete movement and, and things like that, because it's, it's people saying I'm a person first. Yes. My career has been NFL player, NBA player, tennis star, what have you, but I'm also a person. I do this. I do that. I make, I have, you know, you know, the, the, the side hustles, if you want to call them that. Right. And one thing I think is really interesting is, you know, with Twitter introducing, well, really, you know, it it started off with um, clubhouse and now Twitter with the spaces. Right. And that's how you and I connected through uh, Kanika. Shouts out to Kanika. Who's like the the spaces queen right now. Right. Twitter spaces queen Kanika Tolver, man. I tell you. Shouts out to her um, and, and shouts out to you as well. And all of the people that's really taking advantage of that platform, because what it's done is, is allow people to come in and really share their experiences. I know that you and Kanika really deal with like job growth and job development, their sneaker spaces, their things like that. Just talk to me about how that's changed the game, you know, being able to be in creative spaces and, and the type of advice and the type of work and, and connections you can make with that. Yeah. So, so gone are the days where you've got to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, right. Where you hoping that you could get that connection. Um, you can be in a space and be on a stage and somebody follows you and they look at your profile. I'm like, Oh, I see the work that you're doing. Let's link. Um, and it's immediate. And so it's kind of taken some of those barriers down because you can have very prominent people from different brands who are there, who've heard what you've had to say and somebody slides in your DMS or they follow you and, and you create connections that way. So I think the networking game has changed and the way that you can get opportunity has, has changed. You don't have to just, I know some people live by the cold email or cold call, but with with a place like Twitter spaces, especially if you have a certain level of expertise, you can get on a stage there and, and get in front of hundreds of people immediately. So people who either need your services or, or a brand who's looking, you know, for the work that you do and need a person to come in and help them, it's immediate. Um, and so that's really, really changed the game. Uh, and it just builds your visibility. Uh, and so, again, if you're an expert and potentially an unknown expert, getting on a few Twitter space stages, um, you know, can, can easily have you go from zero to 100 real quick because people will share the space. And now that they've offered the recording option for everybody um, now, you know, maybe only 300 people heard it at the time, but people are replaying it. Thousands of people are replaying it afterwards. I think one of the spaces that I did with Kanika, I think was 3000 or 4000 people tuned in. Um, and so, so you have to think of how quickly the barriers can come down in terms of making connections and meeting people and, and getting opportunities. You don't, you don't have to wait for someone to res- respond to your proposal email or your cold call, yeah. you know, VM. I mean, it's like at this point, I mean, things can happen a lot faster for you. The world is changing rapidly. And we, I, I mentioned that we connected through spaces and, and mind you, yep. you know, I'm friends with Kanika and I was in there too. Um, and I, I was supposed to do her sneaker spaces, but I was out. It was, a, I had a weird conflict in my schedule. So I wasn't able to do it, but I still was able to, to like tune in to some of her newer ones. We connected, we connected over sneakers, 
right? <laughs> so let's talk about sneakers, right? Let's get into yes. that a little bit because again, you deal with a lot of people in corporate America, you know, and and, and getting people. I, I'm starting to notice, you know, I'm I'm be honest with you, I, I, my 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 day job is with Gov Exec Media. Um, we cover federal news. I do a podcast for them where I cover federal news. I have not worn a pair of hard bottoms to work since I've been there and I've been there too. Now, mind you, a lot of time at home for the pandemic, when I was going to the office, I did not wear a pair of hard bottoms or dress shoes to work once. In fact, shouts out to my old boss, um, um, Catherine. When they hired me, they shout out, you know, they, the, the Twitter, hey, welcome Adam to the company thing. It was like, hey, this is our, this is our resident sneaker guy. So the world's changing, right? Talk to yeah. me about how like sneakers and, and streetwear culture is sort of blended into like the workplace. Yeah, so I think because people are now more comfortable being themselves and being authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think companies are recognizing that that stuffy culture, especially as you look at younger generations, so younger millennials, Gen Z, et cetera, they're not here for the suit and tie culture. I mean, certain places will still have that. I'm sure management consulting and Wall Street and so forth. But but for a lot of these different industries that are popping now um, and, and opportunities and companies who are trying to re um, re remain relevant, they realize that they can't stick to the old vibe because people that's not pe people don't in their daily lives want to wear suits and ties and dress shoes and like I mean that's for church and, and weddings and funerals right like they're not trying to do that every day right. and so I think that companies are recognizing that and then I also think you know people are now more bold than they had been. Because before people were cut, were like, man, I can't wear this to work. I can't wear that to work. But now people are just like, you know what? I'm going to wear this to work and let them send me home or let them write me up um, because I want to be comfortable. And, um, you know, I'll tell you a story. So prior to the pandemic, I was working in Baton Rouge and um, and I was like, why am I wearing like dressy flats and stuff to, to, to work every day. And so I just started wearing all my sneakers and my team, like my analysts that were reporting to me, they were just like, how many pairs of sneakers do you have? I'm like, Quite a few, quite a few, uh, but but it became a conversation that allowed me to start bonding with my team a little bit um, because they, you know, I, I, I had a good relationship with them, but it gave them a different side of me as their boss. And so I think it helps to also build connections and build relationships. And then, like I said, it, there's just a certain level of boldness and IDGAF with a lot of the younger employees that companies are taking heed to because they want, they want to retain talent. And they're like, okay, if we try to keep this stuffy culture, it's not going to work. People will leave and find a place that will that will be more welcoming of that. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I agree 100%. And it's about expression. You know, I think that the sneaker movement, even though it's, you know, it's weird to call it a movement, you know, because there's a lot of people getting into it now because there's a lot of hype around it and things like that. And you can resell them and make all this money. And so a lot of people getting into it. And also because of social media and things like spaces and such, you can create content around it. So there's a lot of people that are just kind of culture vulturing right now. But Mm -hmm. for people like you and I who just just love sneakers and like looking good in sneakers right um we we are doing it for expression and i think that right now especially after the pandemic where people have been sitting at home and people have been able to say you know what i want to rethink my career i don't want to work at this place i was working before i don't like how they did things during the pandemic whatever the reason may be to pay whatever now they moved on and more like a free agent speaking of sports and speaking of the athletes that you work with right a lot of these these guys and, and ladies were able to say hey look i what what can you do for me you know, that, not just what can I do for you? What can you do for me? And if you're going to take me, you're going to take the authentic, my authentic self. You know, you're going to take if I'm, you know, Draymond Green and I'm a free and he ends up being a free agent. You know, you're getting Draymond Green. You're not going to try to transform Draymond Green. Right. And it's the same thing with just someone that's, you know, that's in the position of um, being able to uh, select the job that they want. Right. Hey. I dress like this. Now, mind you, being inappropriate, like you mentioned, is, is not the not the move. But, hey, you know, the sneakers may be that part of the person's personality. And like you said, it's a great conversation piece to me. I think that's the coolest part about being a sneakerhead, the conversation piece, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, when you see somebody in a dope pair of sneakers, it's like, yo, where did you get those? Or, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of my favorite pairs or something. And, and you start a conversation. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, I, I have a pair of Doran Becker uh, 90, uh, Air Max 95s. And I went to uh, some event somewhere and I went into like the coffee shop up the street. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, yo, you have the Doran Beckers. And it just started this whole co- never met the man a day in my life. And it just yeah. starts a conversation. Um, and so so sneakers are a way that that brings people together from all walks of life you know from small towns to big cities and everything in between you know that's one thing that can bond people and 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 like i said it's it's truly a conversation starter uh that can take a relationship from from you know whether it's a business relationship or any other kind it's like it's you can start a conversation with with a pair of sneakers 
it's a hell of a tool. And that's why I wanted to have you on. I'm so happy you came on because again, this is one of those things like I'm just a sneaker guy with a little sneaker podcast. And here I am, you know, conversing with you through Kanika and others just because of a, a Twitter space that had nothing to do with sneakers. But then we realized, hey, you're in the sneakers and you have a dope <laughs> company. Thank you so much. Yeah. Before you before you roll out, though, just let the people know how they can um, find you. How can they how can they find your um, your organization and what do you have coming up? Oh, absolutely. So in terms of what I have coming up, uh, I'm actually working on launching a group coaching program, a group career coaching program for basketball athletes uh, launching in the second quarter. Uh, And it's a 60 day program to help athletes kind of from a foundational perspective of mindset for them to be able to successfully shift into careers uh, off the court. Uh, So like I said, that's launching in the the second quarter. So folks can go to rockcareer.com to learn more about it and also just learn more about me and my business. Uh, But where can people find me? outside of the website. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Julia Rock. Uh, try to be consistent with the branding. So at the Julia Rock, um, or they can follow my company at Rock Career on both Twitter and Instagram. Julia, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you again for, for selecting me to be here. I'm excited we had a chance to chat. Thank you so, so much. No problem. We're going we're gonna to do, I'm going to have you back on. Trust me. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Big shout out to Julie for joining the show. Um, definitely appreciate her and all the things that she does, man. It's a really dope conversation. I'm not going to talk long this time, guys. I just want to leave you with this, something I said at the beginning of the show, which is connections, right? That's the coolest thing about the culture. We connect. It's a conversation starter, right? It's not just about who has the most expensive thing or who has the most exclusive sneaker or anything like that really is about walking down that street and saying, Hey, we have this thing in common, or maybe we don't have it in common, but it's something I want to learn about. Look at those cool shoes on your feet. Where'd you get them from? It starts that simple, right? Hey, where'd you get those? Hey, what are those? That's the dopest thing about sneaker culture. And for real, that's the coolest thing about life. That's one of the things that I think we need to continue to work on just as a society. I don't want to get too deep with it, but You know, the art of conversation, the art of just asking someone to share an experience and having the ability to share an experience that someone may or may not have or have in common with you is how we connect, is how we thrive, is how we've made it since the beginning of time. Yeah, it may be sneakers, it may be sports, it could be anything, really. As long as we're approaching each other with respect and kindness and curiosity to learn, a genuine curiosity to learn, I think we'll be okay. So if you see somebody walking down the street with some cool sneaks on, let them know, ask a question, and hey, you never know, you might form a bond after that, all right? As always, I appreciate you all for tuning in. Thank you so very much. Remember to follow everyone on the team. Follow the On My Feet Network on all platforms. Follow the Up On Game Network on all platforms. And please remember to check in with your boy, MSR underscore Adam MSR underscore Adam follow me on all platforms you can see my link tree there go check out my TikTok I got a lot of content that goes on on my social platforms and you can just keep up with what's going on with this show I appreciate you all for tuning in thank you so very much remember to mind your mental health remember to mind your physical health and please 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 continue to be great I'm about to end
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 